0: I'm Rico.
1: And this is ATC Presents Debake Rambles, where a couple of friends review Korean dramas, except I've been watching K-dramas since 2012, and Rico has pretty much just started his journey. What What drama is
0: this? This is number seven hey. for me. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Seven total in your life. Wow. So, Rico, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Uh, this uh, we We are getting into a lot of shows, recently at least, that the episodes <laughs> feel longer and longer.
1: Yes. um, And that's
0: because they are longer and longer.
1: They are longer. We are not trapped by the 45 minute or hour mark anymore. (laughs) We keep going longer with the episodes. And I do have to thank all of our followers on Instagram because this was a heavy contender when I put out the voting for what we should watch for our last few episodes and hospital playlist was top, top of the list. Everyone really wanted us to watch the show. So also, we're watch- we're going to review Hospital Playlist in case the uh, the title of the episode didn't uh, tip you off. Um, if this is your first time listening, you can go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And if you like us, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That goes such a long way for us and our show and for other listeners to get a hold of this, too.
0: And go ahead and check us out on social media. You could go ahead and stay up to date on our latest episodes and reviews. You could go ahead and catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. Lastly, if you're a fan of the show, go ahead and please, please consider becoming a patron. It's a great way for you to get involved and show your support. You could go ahead and check us out on our page. It's under our umbrella podcast, which is patreon.com alwayscriticpod.
1: That's right, and I'm going to actually correct Rico because the Twitter and Instagram handle is at Did I,
0: What did I say? Did you I just said say Pod? Critic,
1: you said always the critic Debock or something. Oh, I'm
0: so sorry. I meant to no, say no, no. ATCDebockPod. It's Once totally again, fine. <laughs> at ATC Pod. That is what That's I meant right. to say.
1: All right. So yeah, today we're going to be reviewing Hospital Playlist, which is a 2020 show Rico, the Asian Wiki synopsis, please. It is blessedly short today.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so hospital playlist depicts the stories of doctors, nurses, and patients at a hospital. Five doctors all entered the same medical university in 1999. They are now friends and work together in the same hospital.
1: That's that is right.
0: Very, very, very simple short. And short.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a problem with it? No, I
0: do not have a problem with
1: it. Usually they've been long for the episodes that we've reviewed so far. So Hospital Playlist originally aired from March to May 2020. It is a grand total of 12 episodes long, but each episode is about an hour and a half each. It is directed by Shin Won-ho. He directed all of the Reply series. So if you don't know already, the Reply or Answer Me series very popular it's basically an anthology series each um reply show covers a different year and a new set of uh cast members a totally new ensemble cast he directed 97 or, sorry i'll say the whole show name reply 1997 reply 1994 and reply 1988. And Reply 1988 is the only one I have not watched.
0: (laughs) Ah, okay.
1: Yes. Prison Playbook is also something he directed, and that's on Netflix if you want to catch it. Hospital Playlist was written by Yi Woo Woo Jong, and she also wrote all of the Reply series. Ah,
0: there you go. Yeah, so
1: frequent collaborators, this director and this writer. And uh, let's get into our squad. Yes. Yes. So... It stars Cho Jung-suk as Lee Ik-joon. He is the general surgeon slash liver specialist. He has been in a whole host of movies and TV. I've seen him in Oh My Ghost and The King Two Hearts. And then, of course, I feel like he's most famous for Oh My Ghost and You Are the Best Lee Soon-shin from 2013. He was also in Architecture 101, which is a really big movie with a lot of cast members. That was almost like a... Uh, Love Actually New Year's Day oh, the, okay. that type of thing like all of the cast members were pretty heavy hitters um, Hospital Playlist also stars Yu Young Suk as An Jung Wan. he is the pediatric surgeon aka Andreas the devout Catholic he has been in a bunch of movies I most recently saw him in Mood of the Day he's also in The Beauty Inside from 2015 The Royal Tailor where he plays the king He was also in Hawaii, a monster boy, a werewolf boy.
0: And I have to pause
1: there because werewolf boy is one of my favorite Korean movies. And to be quite honest, like his portrayal of essentially the villain in that movie is so like it just wrecked me so hard that every time I see him in a drama now, I'm almost like, oh, my God, is he the villain? (laughs) Because he was so evil in a werewolf boy. Just awful. He's also done a lot of TV, like Mr. Sunshine, Dr. Romantic, which is another hospital show, Reply 1994. So he is a frequent collaborator with the director and writer already because he was in the 94, Reply 1994. And then he's also been in Goo Family Book from 2013, which is a fantasy drama. The hospital playlist also stars Jung Kyung-ho as Kim Jong-wan. He is the cardiologist or the cardio surgeon. He's been in Prison Playbook, Missing Nine, Beating Again, where ironically he undergoes a heart transplant surgery (laughs) and his personality changes. Wow. I saw that. I remember seeing that show. It's not bad, but the fact that he's a cardiologist, a cardio surgeon now and this, I was like, they had to do that. And then he's also in Heartless City, which is where I first saw him. That is the noir show that I was talking to you about, like the crime noir. Right. Oof. Just so good in that, really good. Kim Dae Myung stars as Young Seok Hyung, the obstetrician, and then Jung Mi Do stars as Che Song Hwan, the neurologist slash surgeon, <laughs> neurosurgeon. So Rico, now that we have our squad down, all of the director and writer history, what did you think of Hospital Playlist?
0: So this show. Uh, is filmed incredibly like it looks like a movie each episode like the Mm -hmm. way it is uh, filmed i think that the cast has a great chemistry among them Mm -hmm. um you really get a sense of like they they feel like they are friends and that they've been friends for a long time which that's what the show portrays um i probably should have said this oh god before like we we got into this but I don't like hospital dramas.
1: Oh my god, me neither. Me neither. I have not watched a single episode of Grey's Anatomy. I've never watched ER, Yarrr. Scrubs, nothing. It's just not my bag. And I think I've said this to one of our followers or someone that I follow on Instagram through the ATC debug pod. It's not my my cup of tea. I don't like hospital dramas. And I've watched a fair share. And it's just I'm always like. Hesitant to return to them, hesitant to get to a new one, which is why I never watched hospital playlists until now. But in the grand scheme of things, and in your own experience of hospital dramas, like what, how did this stack up?
0: I think for the most part, it, it stacked up pretty much similar to those, which honestly is not really a good thing because oh. I don't enjoy watching any of the medical stuff. So okay. a lot of the times when they're dealing with patients, I'm kind of almost checked out. Same. I like I Same. I don't really like the whole basically like new medical procedure of the week type of thing didn't interest me, you know. So that I was having a hard time dealing with that part of the show mm-hmm. since it's so big on the show. They're all doctors in some capacity. So I had to find a way to enjoy other aspects of the show without the medical part but man it's difficult when it's difficult. everything surrounds the medical thing so and then on top of that the other thing is that they're a band on yes. the side correct which every time they went to it although there's a song that's pretty catchy uh I'll, I'll get the name to it in just a second but for the most part i found it so just like it felt random just like, okay, we need to fill in time.
1: It felt a little shoehorned in there.
0: like and then like almost every not every episode, but almost every episode it has them playing a song. So it kind of feels like you know how okay, you know how those Nickelodeon or Disney shows would have like the main star would sing almost kind of like a Hannah Montana in a way where they would shoehorn a <laughs> performance. Sometime during the episode. Right. It kind of felt that way. So like they would rehearse, but it was really just a performance.
1: got you. I feel you completely on that.
0: So overall, I didn't really feel the show.
1: (laughs) So I'm going to come in and say that I completely agree with your assessment of the medical, the strong medical portions of the show where they're dealing with patients and diagnosing and all that, all that stuff just doesn't, doesn't connect with me. I don't like it. I feel like it's kind of above my like intellect almost. Like
0: I would think it's more along the line. Yeah. It's about actually caring.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'm a bad empathizer, but you know, some of them really worked for me. Some of them didn't Uh, Some of those storylines, I mean, but overall, I'm just so disinterested in hospital stuff. And usually, like I have to say, the positive is that this show doesn't have like hospital politics where. Oh, that's another thing. There's like a whole like back end. Who's going to run the hospital? Who's going to take over a position? Blah, blah, blah. Like just all this embezzlement of funds. All this stuff usually goes hand in hand with a K-drama based on. A medical situation or at a hospital and they didn't go that route at all they based it on the strength of this group of this crew that friendship that you talked about at the beginning is so essential to the success of the show that without it like it would just be like doa it would just be awful exactly so i really appreciated how organic and lovely their friendship was like all this whole crew of five is just really compelling to watch. I felt like them being silly with each other and like popping into each other's offices and eating meals together and their own personal dramas was way more of what I wanted to see in the show versus them dealing with their daily jobs as surgeons.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, when you're watching like one of these procedurals that deals with people. You're, you're there for the interpersonal you know, drama or conflict or relationships it, it, instead of the, the actual procedures or the medical side because mm-hmm. that's just a set dressing for mm-hmm. the story mm-hmm. in reality. Uh, but at the same time, because something like that takes up so much It's kind of hard to invest yourself into everything that happens Mm -hmm. because you don't want to have to deal with the medical, but you kind of have to in order to see the relationships progress between the characters.
1: Yes. And that was rather annoying to me that they kept relying on that to fuel the rest of the show. And not that it was wrong, but not that I liked it. (laughs) So... It's hard. It's hard when you get a show like this, when you have a great ensemble cast, all of these people, except for like two of them you've seen before. I've seen before in other dramas, other movies. And, you know, they're all older actors, which is really nice, too, to get some play from, you know, experienced actors And I think that the other thing that we kind of missed out on was that the music was all callbacks to early 2000s and late 90s music in Korea. And we just don't have that background at all. None of these songs mean anything to us. We don't know the songs. And so when they bust out at the end of an episode with another playlist song. It just has no meaning for us. There's no nostalgia attached to it. Like if we had grown up in Korea and knew about all these songs, if they had busted out in some Britney Spears and sang Boys and Men, like I'd be there 100 percent and be like, wow, this kind of elevated the episode or wow, they're really doing a great cover of it. But we don't have that background in the music scene of the 2000s and 90s in Korea to kind of place some importance on those songs and the OST for this. The OST, I felt like, was forgettable because of that. There was no, it was not a touch point for us. So even though some of these songs made the charts when they were going, when this was airing, and they had to do like a whole live stream of the actors doing the playing the songs and stuff, I appreciate. The fact that the actors learned how to play their instruments for the show.
0: They did. I saw that.
1: That was a huge positive for me because you could tell that they were actually playing and actually singing. That was great. But as far as the songs themselves, what have you? None of that connected with me.
0: No. So no. that that does not lead us to a good starting point I about talking about this show.
1: No. Um, I will say that you were talking about the episodes are getting longer the more we do Debuck show reviews. And in this case, the show was always meant to be 12 episodes and the first season um, was just that. It was going, the producers always intended it for for it to have more than one season. Mm -hmm. Which now there is a season two and the whole internet's up in arms because season two is out, people are reacting, they're watching it, they're enjoying it. They love these characters, and I can't blame them. I love these characters, too, in so much as I don't want to see them dealing with patients. (laughs) (laughs) If it was a different
0: (laughs) backdrop of, you know, just something different.
1: They rarely leave the hospital as a setting.
0: Right. They're always in the hospital. Well, for the most part. For the most part, they're in the hospital the whole time. Most episodes, they're just there. The Meeting entire the time,
1: hospital, drinking in the hospital, which again, it, it's a hospital, hospital drama.
0: So like, I get yeah. it. I mm-hmm. get it. It's a hospital drama. But um, yeah, th- that kind of turned me off a lot of times that I'm watching because I, I don't want to deal with this ho- hospital hospital <laughs> stuff. So I
1: know I feel really bad because I feel completely the same way. And I almost didn't want to do a hospital drama. It is, I would say like a genre in K drama to have like some sort of hospital drama. And I was strictly kind of trying to avoid it for the first season of Debok because I don't, I don't like it. I dislike it to the max. And I felt like descendants of the sun kind of filled that void a little bit because of the medical stuff that happens in that show. She's a doctor, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like, that's probably why I like Descendants of the Sun is because it does not fall into the same, you know, tedious rhythm of a hospital drama. Right. You know? Exactly. So I feel really bad in saying all this. However, I really enjoyed all of the cameos. I am sure that you didn't quite get any of the cameos, Rico.
0: No, I didn't get any of them because... Like people would just show that's another thing. Can I, if I could just say this real quick, yeah. Um, and this is something that I've seen that kind of plagues um Korean dramas, and it's that people start showing up later on in the show, and it's like, <laughs> who is this person now? And it's kind of hard to like follow it because usually with a traditional show, I've said this before, but with a traditional show. You'll have your main players show up in the first two episodes of a show. Mm-hmm. And then sure, there's guest appearances here and there. Well, that's what
1: what I'm referring to. Yeah, guest appearances. Guest appearances. Yeah. I just
0: wanted to like kinda of say that because I've noticed it. Maybe not so much in this show, but in other Korean dramas where like characters like show up halfway through the show and it's like, Who is this guy now? Oh, he's gonna be an integral part. Oh, great. Like another person I to to- that I feel that. I out.
1: feel that complaint a lot and I, I understand it. However, I'm used to it as well. Mm. It doesn't really take me aback. Like, oh my gosh, who's this dude? I'm always like,
0: yeah, it's right. different for me. Like, I just
1: kind of give it the benefit of the doubt. But for the cameos in this show, they had Goara. She plays Ikjun's ex-girlfriend in episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. She was the female lead in Reply 1994. Ah, okay. And she's like a household name. As well, got it. So we also have Kim Sung Kyung and Song Dong Il. They star as the priests slash brothers for the pediatric surgeon Andreas. Yeah. So we only see them in the the first episode and like one other episode, but they're both in the Reply in nineteen ninety eight and nineteen ninety four. Gotcha. So again, like frequent collaborators. It's almost like a Scorsese movie, like, right? Oh, Just showing so up t- randomly. Yeah, exactly. And then we also had Kim Sung-young and Choi Moo sung in episode seven. They play a patient of Ik-joon as well. And they're both from Reply 1988, actually reprising their roles from that drama.
0: What is this, a crossover episode?
1: (laughs) That's exactly what they did.
0: For all of my uh, Mr. Peanut Butter fans from BoJack Horseman.
1: (sighs) I don't watch BoJack Horseman horseman.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's one of his favorite phrases. It's like when when him and BoJack show up in a place because they were on two different shows, he'd be like, what is this, a crossover episode?
1: (laughs) I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna use that.
0: It's fantastic.
1: And we just saw Kim Sung-young as one of the North Korean ajumas in Crash Landing. Yeah, we did. Yeah, she's everywhere. She's everywhere. she's everywhere. What would you give this drama out of five soju bottles, Rico?
0: So... People don't hate me. Two and a half. Shut up. Two and Shut a half up. out of
1: five. It is, no. No. You did not give it two and a half stars. I mean, soju bottles.
0: Two and a half soju bottles.
1: <laughs> I gave it three. <laughs> Before we started talking, it would have been three and a half, but now it's three. Oof. Three, I, f- I feel like, is perfectly middling average can possibly rewatch it in 10 years kind of deal
0: oh no uh, there's no way you could get me to watch this again
1: so we'll talk about spoilers and things that we liked or disliked in more detail after this (laughs) Hey, you want to come in Rico I'm embarrassed about your score but tell me what were the best parts of the show for you did you have certain characters that you were like anytime they were on screen I was there I was all in so
0: sort of thing. I liked um hold on I gotta get the names right because this yeah, is, yeah this was my problem there were two characters that had similar sounding names and it was <laughs> throwing me off for a bit but I, I got it though so okay. I really enjoyed uh Lee Ik-jun. Ikjun, he was okay. the liver specialist, which that was funny that like liver <laughs> kept coming up so many times, so many different operations. Like, oh, he's yeah. going to need a liver or she transplant, needs a liver. Transplant, transplant. Transplant. Like how many livers are there out there that people need? Obviously a lot. So <laughs> uh, I, I felt like he had like a really good presence about him in the show that you can really gravitate towards. Uh, I did like that. Uh, he didn't really make his feelings known until pretty much the very end. To yeah, that's uh,
1: part of the cliffhanger. That's the part end. of the
0: cliffhanger. You know, like you can uh, you can respond to me later on. Yeah. So I, I did like his presence. I did like also um, what's his name? Let me see if I get it. He's the one dating. Uh, yes. Ik Soon.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Juwan.
0: Juwan. Juwan. I did like Juwan. Yeah, uh, I thought he's the
1: cardio. Yeah, cardio he's surgeon. the
0: cardio surgeon. Exactly. See, this is this was my problem. So there's Junwon, and then there's Youngwon.
1: Youngwon is the pediatric is the pediatric-, pediatric-, pediatric surgeon, right?
0: So like their names are so similar that I was having a hard time. At least to me, they're similar. So I apologize if you know that's you know probably sounds like culturally insensitive. Like, oh, these two names sound so similar.
1: No, I have to agree with you that you know episode one they kind of throw you in at the deep end like here's this cast of characters and you don't know what they do we're not going to introduce it gradually like here's everything all at once just figure it out sink or swim and it's really hard. Like, I didn't have any of their names memorized by the end, except for, like, maybe Andreas because they called him Andreas.
0: <laughs> right. That's. I guess that's
1: his English name. His English. The interest. Catholic. Yeah. So I ended up just kind of calling them or remembering them by what they did. So, oh, like, oh, it's the Nero girl. Oh, it's the cardio guy. Oh, it's the pediatric guy. So it's not that's how I have it. it. No. And if you want to, like, just go ahead and start, like, as we're talking through the spoiler section... Feel free to, like, not use their names. You don't have to, like, keep scrolling through and, like, finding their name, their character names. It's a lot easier for me personally to be like, oh, yeah, so the cardio guy or the obstetrician said blah, blah, blah. Like, that is way easier for me than remembering Yang So Kyung, Like, <laughs> that's Kim Joon-won. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's easier for our listeners as well who might be a little bit more re- removed from hospital playlists and don't remember all the names. It's like... A- five people not to mention all, the side, all, the, all as well. the side characters all the all the side characters yeah it's so like a, a huge cast it's a huge, huge. cast mm-hmm. so
0: um i know you're going to ask me about the love story
1: which one
0: <laughs> which one indeed
1: which one did you like the most
0: okay so this is a, this is a good question because um i guess if i had to say one of them I would probably say probably the Ixoon and the
1: cardio guy. The
0: cardio. Yeah. Just because they show them the most actually trying to engage in a relationship.
1: Yes. uh,
0: The other ones are like, will they, won't they? You know, for the most part. So like uh, you have the liver specialist who is secretly in love with the... Neuro uh, The neuro lady mm-hmm. The neurosurgeon So and you know He doesn't confess his love Until the very end So like that Kind of doesn't count And then on Ah
1: but I think it does
0: Yeah it wasn't <laughs> enough for me I'll tell you that much right now Okay And okay. then the other I guess kind of love story Is the one between The pediatric surgeon Who is the devout Catholic And um I can't remember her name She's
1: Oh I'll bring it up Hold on hold on
0: Mian, or on Uh Kyowul. Oh, wow. I was completely... Jan is oh, the name of that character. You, you're right. That, I was thinking of something, someone completely different then. But no, okay. Well, it's the but resident the of resident department. So she's yeah, the, the resident. The general surgery department. The there we only go.
1: resident of the general surgery department. Perfect.
0: <laughs> so I could call her the resident. Yeah. And so I thought theirs was also like a, you know, like basically a will they, won't they until you know at the end Ah, you know so i don't really count too much of that either because we don't get a satisfaction here's the biggest thing about this is that the show is running past the season which is not something i know you're used to no but it's something that i get accustomed to but usually when there is a love story that is like will they won't they they, they will do figure it out by the end by the end of season one and tease out something that's going to happen for season two. So at least with both of those uh, love stories, they do a good tease at the end of season one. so you have the um, now now but <laughs> the liver specialist who like claims his love and is like yes. answer me when you're ready. You know, that's a good tease for season two. And then on the other side, we get the kiss of him. Well, first he decides to stay and then there's the kiss. Yeah. So, you know, a good tease is like, oh, is this going to be a relationship in season two? You know, like, are they going to be a couple? So stuff like that, like it's good for the end. But in terms of the story for just one season, I don't think either one kind of like.
1: I think the cardio guy definitely had the most well-rounded relationship with his lady. Um, that is Ikjun's Jun's sister. Right. I think you remember that name. It's Ik Ikjun. Iksun. Iksun. Ik-sun. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. the
0: only one that like I remember like really. You well remember for her some name.
1: Reason. That's good. Um but yeah, he's him shooting his shot with the sister at the military base. He comes up and he's like, I came to eat Jajangmyeon." you're just like oh my god like this is what we mean by like do you want to come to eat ramen at my place like it kind of has the same vibe where it's like very suggestive suggestive he's definitely not just going to get jajangmiel like black bean noodles No, it's not not that simple yeah he drove all the way out there like you're just like rooting for him the whole time to make it with this girl and um, I love when he goes over to surprise her at the house, at Ik Jun's house, mm. and she kicks, kicks him, him in the face. In the face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is. <laughs> they show it so from wild. like multiple angles. Yeah, they do. The kick the multiple angle <laughs> kick. It's fantastic. he falls
1: down slowly, stunned. His glasses fly off. Like I love that moment. Because he's like,
0: it's more like a shock to him. He's not like really injured. He's just like shocked that she kicked them. It
1: happened. Yeah. And like he's (laughs) like sliding
0: slowly down the wall. (laughs) So, yeah, that that was shocking. But I I appreciate that relationship, even though like it doesn't really. Well, we're in spoilers. It doesn't really end on that much of a happy note.
1: Yeah, this is one of those things where I feel like they're going to resolve it rather quickly in season two. Yeah. Like if I'm predicting stuff that's going to happen in season two is that it isn't exactly as negative as we perceive it with the return to sender of the engagement ring. Right. I really think it's like an honest mistake, some sort of miscommunication, misunderstanding. Maybe she's on her way back. She received it. Mm Maybe she has it on, took it out of the box or what have you. Or maybe she sent it back to him. She's like, I want you to put it on me. Like something to that effect is going to happen where it's a little more positive. And the main deal with their relationship is how are they going to tell liver specialist Ikjun that they've been dating all this time and they're ready to get married and that he had no idea Uh they kept it from him?
0: Uh Uh-oh.
1: I feel like that's a bigger. That's
0: drama right there.
1: That's drama. Like, I can't wait. They set themselves up for a good
0: season two. They did. Like, with those things. Yeah. Those things are a good setup for season two, for sure.
1: I felt like they had really good chemistry as well between them. Like, when she forgot her phone and he brought it to her at the station and she does that, like, bird gimmick again. (laughs) (laughs) And she makes him laugh. And she gives him like this cho- his favorite chocolate, and it's this cute moment where she keeps pouring too much chocolate into his hand, and he's they just keep cutting back to and they show his face, and he's so amused and kind of enamored with her, and then suddenly he like takes both chocolates because she's like, okay, you get one and I get one. He's like, no, I get both, <laughs> and then holds her hand, grabs her hand, and he's like, have I told you that I like you? Go out with me. I just started screaming right then and there because. The moment was so abrupt. I feel like a lot of these really crucial moments between characters were like, boom, they happen and you're not prepared for them. That is true. I like that. I like that about the show is that it's constantly kind of trying to shock you. You get all this like medical mumbo jumbo. Oh, I got to come early. Oh, I got to stay late. Oh, I can't eat. I have the surgery. Oh, this patient. And then you get moments like this sandwich between all that. And you're just like living for this drama that doesn't exist within the hospital.
0: Yeah, I mm-hmm. I will say that that's something that I I didn't appreciate. And usually you'll find this in a show like this is because things happen so fast. Things kind of are like you have to keep your head on a swivel in this world that they live in. So everything it, like they don't have time to, you know, lollygag around. Like mm-hmm. they want to get to the point. Like mm-hmm. this is this is my intentions.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that it's like they're older so they have they're not playing these like little games. No. They're just like, "Hey, I like you. Like let's date." Yeah. Very simple. Very simple, I like that. straight up. I like the romance in this show where it's just like I don't have anything to lose and, you know, I've been through the whole dating game and I have a kid or I'm divorced. Like they have no there's no like pretense of innocence about it.
0: Right. Exactly. Which is
1: nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, let's talk about the other romance between the pediatric surgeon Andreas mm. and the resident.
0: And the resident.
1: Did you think that he liked her?
0: Kind of. Really? And like a little bit. Not like to the point of like, let's start something for real, for real. Honestly, this is, this is just my thinking. At the end, the the kiss between the two of them mm-hmm. kind of feels like a pity kiss. No. It's not all like. OK, so she doesn't really kiss back, right?
1: OK, but that's. Um,
0: because he kind of like catches her a little bit by surprise.
1: Common in K-dramas where one person's doing all the lip work and the other person's just like fish out of water like dead just dead lips. just
0: like dead lips <laughs> he's doing work and she's just like there just like nope nothing just
1: accepting the kiss but not reciprocating not reciprocating not at all and that is definitely a western thinking when it comes to k dramas and that's exactly what i mean by Some K-dramas have great kissing and you don't think anything of it because you come from this Western perspective and you're not used to K-dramas. And then you have this where it's like, wow, he's going really ham on her face. And she's just like, I'm ready. But none of this kissing back or she's like accepting it in any overt way. She's just like standing there like a piece of cardboard. That is K-drama. And it's... I, he's Ooh. shaking his head right out and it's not good obviously shows nowadays are fixing this problem not that hospital playlist did right <laughs> with this couple who knows like maybe season 2 they kind of loosen up and they have more interactions with each other more skin shit that isn't so cringeworthy but
0: but it could be that her character is kind of awkward and kind of like reserved as well that
1: is case as well is that her character has spent all this time crushing on him like I don't know when's the last time you had a crush but I kind of really empathize with her and sympathize with her more like in her situation where she's got like this crush on someone who's older someone who's more experienced in the job essentially someone who is in a position of power who she's looking up to a mentor and she's so painfully awkward and doesn't know how to express her feelings she's like grasping at straws, grasping at information about him. And then finally she, this is the moment she actually confesses her feelings. Right. She's like, I like you and please don't go become a, a A priest, a priest, (laughs) which is a huge deal. Like it's not just, I like you. It's I like you. And please don't do what you do. Change your life. Change your life. It's a huge deal. So for her to do that, and at the behest of his mom as well, which is another like added pressure that the mom is like, you're my last ditch hope <laughs> for my son not to be of a breeze. It, I just feel the desperation of that moment and like all of these feelings, the way she's just like almost bracing herself for the no.
0: Right. Because she, she probably doesn't like, feel like he's going to reciprocate. Yeah.
1: There's never been a moment where she's like, oh, yeah, he likes me back. You know, there wasn't that, oh, he came to see me in the hospital when they had that severe allergic reaction and could have died. Like, he's pretty much not letting on that he has feelings for her. No, he doesn't. Except do it for the him. general, he's happy when he's around her. He seems very loose when he's around her towards the end of the show. And the mom picks up on his feelings very easily. It's like very, she's perceptive about that because she's seen the opposite basically his whole life.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So that final moment where he kisses her like I completely kind of understand why she's like not kissing back. Because it's also her first kiss. Actually, it's also her first kiss. Oh god,
0: it is. Isn't because it?
1: earlier she said that she'd never been kissed.
0: Ah. Oh, okay.
1: Doesn't it makes a little more sense. It than makes that. a
0: little more sense as to why she just stood there and did nothing pretty much on the kiss.
1: I I, I get it. Like it's very surprising,
0: but it's I get super it. Surprising because she's like, su- like she's very timid in a, around him. So like, mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. the character trait uh-huh. that that makes sense to me. So I I get it. So
1: also the fact that he's seen her looking pretty bad. Like, there's no semblance of like, I'm gonna look my best. I'm no. gonna behave on my best behavior and all this stuff. Try and make a good impression. Like he's seen her literally at her worst doing the wrong thing in the hospital saying the wrong thing multiple times and she doesn't seem to have much of a personality as far as far as that goes as well like even in the hospital she's dealing with patients and i'm like she is dry as shit like very (laughs) matter of fact and clinical and doesn't seem to have a lot of personality to her like the other members of our crew
0: right the other members of the crew so lively and energetic
1: yeah. and fun, especially Ikjun, the yes. liver guy, like the that general specialist. surgeon, totally stealing the show every time he comes on the screen. He's yeah, like he's great. chewing up scenery. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. You great. love it. You love to see it. So compared to all of them, then her, you're just like, I feel extremely bad for her. And then in that moment when he kisses her, I mean, it just got all, it's got so real. But then he's very tender with her as yeah. well. Like he's stroking her head. he's got pretty slow and you just kind of buy into it that maybe he's had these feelings for a long time and he's just been struggling with the pressure to not
0: become a priest. Mm. Yeah. That Because that whole priesthood uh, side, side plot type of thing where his mother is just like on him, like, you know, have you found a girlfriend or, Mm -hmm. you know, someone to marry? I mean, they
1: are 40. Yeah. You know, forty years old, maybe a little older.
0: Or yeah, so. because this takes. Well, they went to college in '99. Yes. So and it's been twenty-two years later.
1: Yeah, they've had. You know, they're not at the prime of their lives anymore, no. and the mom—literally, all her children are priests or nuns—and this one last kid, the youngest of Magne, he is still not married and actually he's going to become a priest, a priest too like it's i feel her as well where you're just like please don't give up on being a child surgeon you're so good at it you're so passionate about it like how could the resident not fall for him when she sees him dealing with all these children and being so gentle and sweet to all of his little patients like it's so cute he really knows how to handle the kids and he's just so loving and you're just like, yeah, like, I'd fall for him, too. If I was a freaking <laughs> resident in the general surgeon unit, like, he's the best.
0: Yeah. You know? He, Yeah, I mean, he, he is great. He's great. He's
1: amazing. Yeah. So I like the way it ended. I can understand your qualms with the kiss itself. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of the plot and the characters and how far they've come, their arcs, I fully believe, like, them and... Yeah, I'd wish there was more coming from him and that you, it wasn't such a like 180 at the end like suddenly he has no bible, no rosary or whatever in his desk and like same day she comes. She's like, I like you, please stay and it just works out. But the 180 was a little tough.
0: I wonder if they'll explore that a little bit more in season 2.
1: I bet you anything they, they have, have to. They have to.
0: They can't just <laughs> drop the religious side plot Just randomly, you know?
1: Yeah. All right, let's switch gears and talk about Che Songhua, who is the neurosurgeon. So she also had actually two romances. One was with her resident who confessed his feelings for her. And he like gave her flowers and he gave her new shoes and all of this stuff. He was very sweet to her and he was came from the military academy, so he had a bit more of like an upright feeling to his personality what did you feel about that whole um
0: that relationship felt like uh this is going to be a reference for other people but this felt like a relationship that i saw kind of kind of on the show friends oh give me a second all right so um, on the show, friends, the the big relationship between characters is Ross and Rachel. That's the big one, right? Yeah. Uh, so the entire first season, they spend like the tease of like, oh, he has feelings for her, but he hasn't let her know. Mm-hmm. But he like you. It's so obvious how much he likes her, but mm-hmm. she's kind of oblivious to it. And so in the meantime, they set up a love story for her. With someone else, uh-huh. in in the first season, and then they do the same thing, and they set up a love story for him, for oh, Ross. I see. Yeah. After she breaks up with the guy she's with, they set up a story for him to keep them away, still apart for mm-hmm. a while. And even though on paper and even on screen, the girl that Ross dates is like perfect for him, and like she's really good to him and everything, you're still rooting. For Ross, and, Ross and Rachel. Yeah. So in a way, that's kind of how this felt. Like, because he's a nice guy. Like, obviously, you could see, like, there's something there. But you kind of want her to end up with... uh Ik-jun. Ikjun. The liver man. Yeah, the liver man. So, <laughs> so you're kind of like, oh, he's nice. It sucks that that's not going to work. Because in the back of your head, you kind of know, yeah, this isn't going to last.
1: Uh. Yeah. So I feel awful for this man. I want to extend a hug to this man (laughs) wherever he is because he tried and it it just didn't work out. I don't think there was any chemistry between them. I don't think she even saw him as a dating potential partner or anything. She he confesses that he gave her flowers, that he gave her shoes and she doesn't connect the dots that he likes her. And then suddenly she's kind of outright asks him. You know, if he did all this, does he like her? He says yes, and her reaction was too shocked. I thought her reaction was just too shocked. She should have asked that question and expected a yes.
0: Yeah, she well, should have
1: read the tea leaves on that one.
0: Like, what okay? So, I is there something that I'm missing here? Like, I know, are you not okay? This guy is getting you stuff, buying you presents, and yes. Getting you things and you think what? Like that he doesn't <laughs> like you. That he's just doing this as like a very nice person. Like, oh, let me buy her, you know, like shoes and flowers I, and whatever.
1: Yeah, it's ba- he's going out of his way.
0: Like, come on.
1: And the way that she reacts, he she was just like, he goes on. And he says, "Oh, I've liked you for a long time," and she goes, uh, 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 "Stop talking. I'd rather you just stop talking." And she doesn't say anything definitive. Like, if it is also a very weird relationship because he's her subordinate and she is in the position of power, she is the professor. Right. And she doesn't really kind of resolve the situation. You know, he walks out in silence, super dejected. I felt awful for him. I think that. <laughs> In that situation, number one, she should have known uh, before she even asked the question that the answer was yes, that he did like her.
0: She can't be shocked with that answer. And and shouldn't have been shocked.
1: And then number two, she should have definitely thought about what she was going to say or had some sort of answer for him versus let's just stop talking about this and sweep this under the rug.
0: No, that's not a good. That's not a good answer. (laughs) That's
1: not a good answer at all for and then again like he walks out super dejected but also dejected because she didn't give him a yes or no she was just kind of like i don't want to deal with this <laughs> you know
0: just like uh eh. We'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it <laughs> I know, yet it the just, bridge is right here like we're here now
1: I, I hated that in all of her smartness and intellect she didn't seem to have a good emotional response.
0: No, she did not.
1: For that crush that he had on her. And it was, I feel like, the most legitimate out of all the crushes that, you know, went in and out of the show. So that was really, really annoying. But her character is really fun at times. Like, they show her leading worship as a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and I when I saw that, I yelped. It was fantastic. I really enjoyed that moment where... The two interns, the twins, are like, "We've seen you before," and they're like, "Do you lead worship at whatever church?" And she's like, "Oh my god, yes, I do." (laughs) (laughs) And then cut to in episode four, they show her actually dancing. Like she's in like sweatpants and everything, like center stage, center platform, going apeshit on the worship song with a full choir, like singing choir and everything. Oh god, it was fantastic. I really. That really shaped my opinion of her because you feel like she's kind of a hard ass, like really stoic. And yeah, she's very nice and she's great with her patients and she's super smart. She likes studying. She likes being by herself. She's independent, but she knows how to have fun. And she like goes 100 on things that she's passionate about. So I like that. It softened her in a in a sense versus like everything else that we saw about her.
0: Right. That is true.
1: She also had the health scare. She found a lump in her breast yeah. and the ultrasound Ooh. didn't look good. I was, and like, I was like, whoa,
0: this is a pretty interesting twist to throw in there.
1: Yes. I was kind of fully expecting her to have it. To have cancer. cancer. Yeah. To
0: really make it like a like a true drama.
1: A true drama where it's like, oh my God, he, she got cancer. Like ca- classic K-drama trope. Like someone gets fatally sick. <laughs> but no, um, it ended up being benign, you know. But- I really like that the other relationship, her relationship with Ikjun, the liver guy, was advanced through this health scare because he shows up for her. Yeah. For the biopsy results.
0: Exactly. Like he
1: shows up. He had some sort of all-nighter, what have you, and like showed up at the hospital. And none of the other guys did, although they offered. They offered. Do you to go with you and all this stuff?
0: He didn't offer. He like made it known that I'm going to be here.
1: He went with her to support her and was, you know, very much involved in her emotional health like you could see how nervous she was you could see that she was also like expecting the worst yeah but hoping for the best
0: but hoping for the best
1: and his support and his presence just meant everything in that moment of you know uncertainty so I like that Mm -hmm. exactly so I like that part and that's I think also where I kind of was like oh he likes her (laughs) (laughs) In those couple of episodes, I was like, oh, that's like way beyond. At first, I actually was shipping um the PDH the pediatric Andreas. I was shipping Doc Andreas with her because they showed them going out to dinner and stuff. And he was so he took care of everybody, but especially like her. He was handing her utensils. He was like kind of anticipating what she would want to eat how many servings they were going to order and that sort of thing and i was like oh he likes her but oh, no okay. it wasn't it wasn't that i read that wrong
0: <laughs> yeah you definitely read it wrong yeah. i didn't i didn't really buy them as a couple although i see what you're saying i could see where like if you connect those dots you can kind of get there but because he was never being got very
1: me. um intuitive with her needs yes and so those little gestures i was like oh he is into her but no he wasn't
0: <laughs> no he was not
1: <laughs> Nope. um i definitely feel like in season two it's a toss-up between those two characters ikjun and um the neuro lady
0: you think Will they that or won't they it, get together so it could i honestly be, do not know you could see it not happening
1: I can see it not or
0: it could happen like
1: or it it could happen. Like she's very good with his son, who is the cutest kid of all time, (laughs) Uh, taking care of him when the dad needed to go, you know, handle an emergency at the hospital. She stayed with him and was, you know, very close to his family. But that doesn't necessarily mean she has feelings for the man. So I I'm on the fence Obviously, people who are loving hospital playlists and have already seen bits of season two can answer this better than I can. But my right, prediction of is it's 50-50. You know,
0: I'm hmm. a little bit like, maybe not. I feel like if you don't resolve that in a positive way, people will turn
1: you on fi- the show. What do you mean?
0: On the show itself.
1: hmm so you think if they just don't answer that question at all in season no, no, two, no. revolt? No. Or do you mean if they answer it and it's a no, revolt? Exactly. Oh.
0: I think, I think that if they resolve it in a way that is them not being together, people are going to be upset. That's my guess.
1: I can see it. I can see it both ways though. I can see them kind of like getting a few episodes in and then they kind of give you an answer and it's a negatory because of everything that you've seen. Or they they leave you like on pins and needles like, oh, will they, won't they for the first few episodes and then they answer it.
0: Right, so, I don't mind that. I, I wouldn't mind that like if they, if did, they, they do that. They
1: just that. didn't even have like a flirtation between them throughout season one. It was mostly coming from Ictun's side. Like Liver Guy was going really hard on expressing his feelings and you can see in his facial expressions when things didn't go his way or other people were in her life or what have you. She couldn't even eat a meal with him; He was disappointed. Right. So you can sense his feelings, but I can't get a read on her <laughs> at all.
0: No, you can't. You did, so did you it's going to, no, her? I have no okay. idea if she's going to say yes or no. That's, that's the thing about her is that she plays her Basically, her emotions are so close to the chest that it's like I don't know what you're gonna say. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you even feel because it's just so hard to get a gauge on her, like truly. So I don't know. I I I don't see it going in the negative direction. Like I feel like maybe there's some because
1: of this fan service they will just do it and it'll be a relationship.
0: I think it'll be a relationship. I think they'll get there in a rocky way. Like they, you know, it'll be like, I should say no to him because like we're colleagues and this and that. And, you know, she'll have like a, you know, a reason at least to give herself to say no. So at first it'll be like, no, we shouldn't do this. So he's down on the dumps, but then her feelings will come back and she'll start seeing.
1: You might be on the right track where it's like a no at first and then it turns into a yes because they get more flirtatious and they have more moments together in season two. That could totally happen as well. I just feel like her reaction with her intern or sorry, resident. And that whole reaction and then the flashbacks we get of her with the obstetrician and him confessing his feelings to her as well and shutting him down. Like it just seems like she might not go for it with Ikjun.
0: At least not right But he's right such away. a
1: catch as well. He's so sweet. Great with his Oh, patience. he's great. Really just such a fun personality to be around. And he's the one that brings so much of the comedy to the show as well is his shenanigans and his silliness. He's downright silly in <laughs> the show. So I like that. I like them together, but I don't know if it'll happen.
0: We'll see. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's talk about the obstetrician real fast because he had daddy issues.
0: He did. That was did. his
1: weakness. I did like that the daddy issues culminated in daddy checking into the VIP ward at the hospital and then his mom goes to throw down. <laughs> She, she, she finds someone she, like, from the cleaning staff, takes a bucket of dirty mop water, and, and so, pours it all over the bro. mistress. And then instead of a kimchi slap, we get her throwing the dirty wash rag into the old bag's face, which made me cackle. Like, for some reason, the slap sound of the wet, dirty rag hitting that old man's face <laughs> just <laughs> upset me. But I liked it. I feel like we don't talk about this all A lot where you don't want to give the satisfaction to the person who did you wrong. Right. And that's exactly what she was doing her whole life is like, I'm not going to give you a divorce. That's what you want. It'll make you happy. Why should I be unhappy and you be happy? You won't get the satisfaction. No divorce for you. So I quite enjoyed her little tiny arc where she was like flipping back and forth Between divorce, no, I won't divorce him. Yes, I'll divorce him. No, I won't. You know, what happens to all the assets if I divorce him? And all of that stuff goes to the mistress. Like, why should she get all this stuff? That's a good
0: point. Why should she mm -hmm. get it all?
1: Yeah. So it actually ends on a positive note because the dad dies. She never divorces him. She calls off the divorce once he gets sick, for real. And he dies and they get everything. His will is actually pretty selfish because at the end of the day he was like i want to give everything to my son and i want him to run my company
0: exactly he basically wants him to stop being a doctor and run the company
1: (laughs) yes super super selfish of him to think that his grown son who he's basically done nothing for barely loved if you can even call it that um should take over his company you know, it's a legacy thing. It's a private yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a legacy thing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you like any of the, the uh, patient stories?
0: I, for the most part, no. Only because, not because I didn't uh, sympathize for them or empathize for them. Uh, but I think it was just more like I, I was ready to just move on from whatever storyline i know there was one storyline that i found somewhat interesting just because i was like what's the play here and it was the father's son uh where they're in the vip rooms and the father wants his son to give him uh, the liver i believe it's got to be liver
1: well a piece of his liver
0: right but it turns out it's not his son it's not really his son It was a
1: fraud case
0: it's a fraud case so I, I found that one to be a little bit intriguing, at least. Okay. Uh, there was some sad ones that I was just like, I don't want to think about this. Like, like. Oh, w-
1: I feel that. Like, yes. there's
0: moments where like a child dies, you know, mm-hmm. because they can't do anything else. And I'm just like, I'm not here for this, man. <laughs> like, I can't do this, you yeah. know, and. It's stressful. Yeah. Like, some of
1: those were truly stressful. There was a. I wrote down a few of them. So for me, the organ donor, where the lady tells the wife, like the surgery starts started at twelve oh five a.m., which means that your your uh, your family member has died. Yeah. And you know, Ikjun is the one that's leading the surgery, and he's just like, let's just wait ten minutes. And at, the people from the other hospital are like, why don't we just start now? Like it's fine. And he's like, today's Children's Day, and. We don't want to kill the dad, essentially, on Children's Day. Right. So that the child will always have a sour Children's Day. like And remember, the death of their father on Children's Day is a huge deal. So it was merciful, almost, to have waited 10 minutes and then have the official time of death be the next day and not on Children's Day. So I, cry- I cried with that. Um, <laughs> even starting the surgery 10 minutes later, I didn't even get it until he was like, today's Children's Day.
0: Children's which
1: day. over there is like a uh, mother's day father's day children's day
0: they get their own day
1: they get their own day and it's a special day for specifically celebrating children and for the father to have died on that day it's like father so, dying on father's it, day yeah like, father oh dying God, on father's like day now and every father's day you're just like you know remembering a very sad event and i don't think that Just any doctor in there would have thought of that as well.
0: Probably not.
1: Like none of the other doctors were like, okay. (laughs) As soon as he said, had to explain it, it's Children's Day. I don't, you know, let's wait 10 minutes or whatever for it to be tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that was one that made me really emotional. The baby born with no brain.
0: Oh, what the hell was that? Oh my God. Like, oh my God. Oh I'm like, God. you got to be kidding me. They're going to try to somehow make this work or somehow do this. Yeah. And then and our was boy like,
1: was like, suk was like, oh, can you smother the baby's cries when the baby is born just in case? And the resident completely took it backward. Like, I understood immediately why he was saying this. Because the baby's going to die. Right.
0: The baby's going to die.
1: It's... it's Dead, essentially. And it's, you know, a compassionate thing to not have the mother listen to the baby's cries once it comes out. So then out.
0: they have like this loud music blaring.
1: Yeah, they turn up the classical music and the doctor the resident ends up understanding what he was actually saying and does it. And so it's it's sad. The new dad singing in the delivery room. I thought that was cute though. That was it, that was pretty cute.
0: Yeah, that was, that was. Uh, so that's why with most of them, I just had a bit of a hard time with some of those because it's just like uh, I, I, it is kind so of don't want to watch sad. this. Yeah. So
1: I cried, and with the elderly couple that said goodbye to their son who kept bleeding out after the infected stint in his heart, they end up saving him. They do. Like that's a that's a great one because they that's end up saving him. Yeah. It's positive. But in the moment where they like took out like his baby outfit and like laid it on top of him like i i lost it like i started crying mm. it just reminded me so much of saying goodbye to my own aunt like when she was in hospice and dealing with that i was just like oh my god i've i've been there to like see your family member waste away rather quickly it just sent me mm. the woman who lost her baby it died inside of her Jesus Christ that one was brutal 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 because he had a full schedule of patients waiting outside and they were complaining the whole time because it was just getting ridiculous they were waiting so long the appointments were running long and they could all hear this woman sobbing because they couldn't find a heartbeat the baby is gone oh my god Oof, it no. was it no, was so bad oh my gosh Mm-mm. so we did have a little bit of a dramaism, where the twin interns their mom had died when they were young and they had a resident come and tell them personally and start crying to them saying sorry i should have done better all this stuff it was actually the neuro lady our girl uh songhua who had operated on their mom and was very sorry, and kind of it was an influential patient for her. And then at the final episode, it's revealed that the intern like kind of realizes, and she starts crying, and she hugs um, our girl, the neuro lady, and it's just. I liked it, but then I didn't like it because it was too on the nose. Um,
0: like, I mean, of course, this- they're
1: interning underneath the woman who like operated on their mom and inspired them with her empathy to become doctors themselves so it was like ooh, like a too too much of the <laughs> too much
0: of like wow everything yeah happens to be in this world
1: yeah so gotcha. that was a tropey trope that i didn't quite enjoy although it was very emotional so let's get to the final cliffhanger which is The obstetrician's wife calls, ex-wife calls him on the phone after he rejects dinner. After he rejects dinner
0: with his resident, yeah. Where do you think that's going? I do not
1: give a shit about that relationship. (laughs) That's a season two. That's definitely a cliffhanger for season two. I do not give a shit.
0: Yeah, um, that is just a relationship that, what does it matter in the end? Is that a relationship gonna go back to? Because they meant they mentioned that ex-wife
1: a couple of times. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's not he's just like I like feel a really one bad for her. Yeah,
1: and they keep pestering him, and they're like, "Do you st- But you still love her? It sounds like you still love her." And he's like, "No, I don't love her. I just kind of feel sorry for the way things ended. You know, I feel sorry toward her."
0: So I I think that is going to end up exactly where I'm thinking, where there's going to be. I guess some sort of love triangle between him, his ex, and the and the resident, resident, which is not great.
1: Him and the resident don't really belong together. Do you feel like they?
0: No, they don't.
1: Based on what you've seen with him and the resident,
0: no, there's nothing really there. I think, yeah, I think it makes more sense of, I guess, if you're going to mention the ex so much, you know. Like Chekhov's ex has to appear and it has to <laughs> be part of the you story. Mean.
1: It is Chekhov's gun. Yeah. So it's Chekhov's
0: ex. in this case, it's Chekhov's ex. So, yeah, I think she's going to show up and not only just show up, but like be part of the story. You know,
1: the only way that I would support it is if it's somebody I know, like a face. Not just like a random no, color, I can't. I've never really. seen this person in a drama. It's gotta before. be
0: like a, a known actress.
1: I want it to be a known actress that I'm like, ooh, like this could be interesting. So I don't know if that happens. I don't know the cast list for for season two, but that's my that's my two cents. If it's somebody well known, then okay, I'll let it fly. I'll see where it leads.
0: We'll see where it leads.
1: Needless to say, you're not gonna see season two.
0: Most likely not.
1: all right guys do not recommend a hospital drama because we will rip it to shreds just like we did this very good popular (laughs) hospital playlist (laughs) is there anything else that you want to add
0: i would say i'm sorry to the fans of the show it's just man medical procedures are not for me and so i i gave it a shot like i went through it and really tried to get in there and but for the most part it just didn't allow me to sink into it because again i'm i'm just not interested in the medical stuff and so much of it is the medical stuff so it's kind of hard to yeah pull the one camaraderie part a,
1: is really excellent it's, good. When it's there but having to deal with all the other stuff in between mm, not cool not for me i should say and not for you either
0: <laughs> no it's not unfortunately
1: all right well I think that's it, right? You don't got anything else?
0: Um, No, I don't have anything else besides that.
1: All right. Well, that has been our review of Hospital Playlist. I also will apologize to all the fans out there who love Hospital Playlist. Tell us what we're missing. Um, Reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. And actually, we're on Facebook as well, at Pod, And give us a five-star review. I know that some reviews you might agree with more than others, but... Do us the favor. Do us a solid five stars. Don't be petty. <laughs> and, uh, rate, review, subscribe on all, all the platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And again, if you want to see a season two, the best way to do that is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, rate and review, and become a patron. Please become a patron. <laughs> that will go such a long way for us to get a season two. You can check out that page on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And that's been our show. I'm Jessica.
0: And I'm Rico, and this has been ATC Presents Daybok K Rambles Podcast. Oh, don't be that a
1: chopur hana. Why in chan, it am gin yatsuk hana. Hangsang no ye go teso. Nolchiko ju goya. Nar me dojun no yo chana. 사랑하는 건 오직 하나 영원한 행복을
0: 꿈꾸지만 화려한